time for a quick tune-up. Welcome to Utune. My name is Rhea Greif, and let's get to work on a quick fix of your brand, U-Ink. Today, we will work on fiddling with your fear. Fiddling with your fear is no different from plucking strings of an instrument to play a song. You have to keep practicing to get the tune right. But you might not have time to keep playing until practice makes perfect, so let's get right to the chorus. Fear is nothing to be afraid of. When we learn to approach fear in a playful fashion, fiddle around with it if you will, you may find that it is actually an enjoyable sensation. On the flip side, it can also keep you alive, but not always in the way that you think. So let's find that thing that is causing you concern, angst, anxiety, or even terror, and make it your new BFF. Okay, think of something that is scaring you right now. Some things people typically fear. Terrorism, flying, zombies, clowns. Okay, well, what is yours? Got it? Great. Now, I want you to go home and dedicate 30 minutes to do nothing else but worry about this fear. And to really make this time effective, think of the most catastrophic situations as well as everyone who is going to be affected by it and what will happen in all areas of your life. Rather than shielding yourself from this fear, you are going to imagine a life in which your greatest fear came true. What happens when you dedicate all that time to allowing yourself to experience this fully is, one, your body and mind adjust to this possible reality and the fear factor dies down a bit. And two, the intensity of these emotions will begin to dissipate and then creative thinking comes into play. You start to realize that the worst case scenario isn't the end of the world. And if it is, well, there isn't anything you can do about it anyway, so it's better for you to think to yourself, I better start enjoying the world while I can. It is important to do 30 minutes because, by the way, it takes 20 minutes for your body's physiological response to stress chemicals to actually wash out of your brain. So this opening of the mind to new possibilities happens in those last 10 minutes. And this is a biological fact, by the way. There's no way around it. So set your smartphone for 30 minutes and go for it. Afraid you will lose your job? Think about your kids nagging you for new sneakers and you just can't pay for them and they get ridiculed at school for their ghetto sneaks. Think about the electric being turned off. Think about losing your home. Maybe your spouse even leaves you. But what happens after 20 minutes is you realize that your kids aren't that shallow. You all needed to unplug anyway. And at least you have friends and family that will put you up until you got back on your feet. And if your spouse would leave you, well then, good riddance. Petrified of a terrorist attack on a plane? Allow yourself to think about someone attacking the plane and the plane goes down and you die. Will the world end? Will your family never recover? Probably not. Worst case, they spend too much on a funeral for you and move on eventually. In the meantime, after those 20 minutes, you realize that this should not stop you from taking a family vacation and perhaps you should call your doc and request a prescription to give you an assist through this or practice deep breathing when panic strikes. And you can finally come up with these new ideas and attitudes only because you dedicated that time to allow yourself to wallow in those things that paralyzed you before because you were mired in fear. 
Keep in mind that fear is also healthy and designed to keep us alive. Always trust your instinct. However, also keeping in mind that many times fear is irrational and keeps us from charging at our lives with confidence. Heed that fear in a healthy way to keep you safe, but more often than not, it is just cause for pause. My pro tip, I have a tendency to think I'm dying the minute I start to experience shallow breathing. If you are like me, you grew up in a household where the moment a pain presents itself, it is most certainly death. What I found out recently, both in an interview here on our Ewing show, was that being in different cultures sets off different alarms. That a lot of what we associate as something to fear is purely based on our cultural experiences. So, for example, it is common in America that one sees shallow breathing and heart palpitations as a death knell. In other cultures, neck pain is the one that sends people into a tizzy of hypochondriasis. And also, in terms of using fear as an alarm to protect you from harm, things that make your alarms go off here shouldn't cause you to have the same alarms when you travel outside the U.S. Case in point, in India, no one uses their rearview mirrors. Too much action going on in front. So cars behind you and all around you will let you know of their presence by beeping at you incessantly. It isn't aggressive or road rage at all. Okay, now it's time for our movie motivation. Check out the film Yes Man, which came out in 2008 starring Jim Carrey. And it's a film about a person stuck in a dead-end life who just decided to start saying yes to everything. This film is great. It's a tale about how facing your fears can be very rewarding, but it is also a cautionary tale not to take it too far and that fear is a good thing at times. This film represents the perfect balance between fear as a barrier and fear as a tool. To learn more ways about how to become perfectly balanced in your fearfulness and fierceness and how David All, founder of Many Ventures, and how he faced his own fears, you can listen to the U Inc. episode that is the companion of this YouTube break on WCBE at 6.30 a.m. on Saturdays with me, Rhea Greif. Until our next time together, remember that you are in charge of U Inc. Time to stop spinning and start winning.